0: Hello and welcome to SEO SAS. You are joined by myself, Sarah McDowell, SEO specialist at Like Mind Media. And with me I have the lovely Hannah Wellings, SEO manager at SOAP.com. We'd like you to think of us as the GI Janes of the SEO world, as each week we will focus on a specific SEO topic and we will debate between ourselves to get you the answer. So, welcome Hannah, how are we doing? Good,
1: thank you. Feeling festive.
0: Are you? Mainly
1: because of all the food I've eaten, like it's already Christmas.
0: What have you already uh, consumed then?
1: I think the better question is, what haven't I already (laughs) consumed?
0: (laughs) uh, Would that be a shorter list?
1: (laughs) Yes. The thing is, I feel as though if it's in the shops already, we should be eating it already. So how can you stop yourself from eating a yule log if it's there? (laughs)
0: I mean, I'm I'm with you. I'm with you. It sat right in front of me right now is a mince pie. So uh yeah. We had our Christmas do last night. Oh yes. Which was good fun. We did an escape room. Oh. I've done other ones before. Failed miserably, but I actually got out this time. <laughs> I'm really pleased about that. I'm pleased, otherwise <laughs> there'd be no uh episode this week, would there? But yeah, so and we had sixty minutes to spare. Sixteen. Yes! Wow, that's really Boom. good. <laughs> we've Got given an hour, and then we went to Slider Town, Burger Tapas. If you've never done it before, you need to. That it's sounds amazing. Changes your life. <laughs> uh, and so then, pretty good Christmas do, all in all. Yeah. Out of and 10. then, and then uh, I'd give it a strong nine point nine. Wow! Because my boss might be listening. <laughs> no <laughs> jokes. It was a really good evening. A really, really good evening. So Hannah, tell our lovely listeners what what we've got in store for them today. Being as it's
1: the festive, feel-good, wonderful, happy time of year, we thought we'd talk about the worst part of SEO. (laughs) So we're talking about penalties, and by penalties, don't mean algorithms. So you might think that something like panda penalty, which focuses on content, and penguin penalty, which focuses on links, are penalties. They're not penalties. (laughs) So referring to them as panda penalties and penguin penalties is not correct. They are merely algorithms. So if, you, if you're if you not quite sure what an algorithm is, it's basically a formula that Google has in place as a ranking mechanism. It, so if you think of it as sort of Google's checklist or, I don't know, like a traffic light system for Google that it uses in order to rank pages and to see whether something's good or bad. Yes, it will move you up and down the rankings, but that doesn't mean that you've had a penalty. This show is brought to you by the team at LikeMind Media. LikeMind Media helps clients find their audience and start having conversations with them whether that's on social media, video, content, or even podcasts, just like this one. We're using their podcasting equipment right now. They're super lovely people who take time to understand your business and think like you.
0: So before we delve into our podcast, I've got some exciting news because this is the first time that we've got a special guest. Joining us, we have Don Bryce. He is the search manager at MHR. He's had many years' experience working both in-house and agency side and he specializes in the technical side of seo perfect for talking about penalties exactly so it would be really good to um hear what he has to say later
1: excellent so moving on and to begin our chat about penalties just want to make the point that the the difference really again between a penalty and, a, in a, and an algorithm is that the penalty is usually derived by something that you have done or an action that you've taken which google just really is not happy with it's different to an algorithm because it, like i say it's not like it's che- got a checklist it's got its little formula in place and you just don't you don't meet those uh, requirements it's where you've done something naughty in google's or something that isn't best practice and actually it's just decided to move you down the rankings. Mm.
0: And I think that's um, like, because I think having that understanding of what the difference is, is really helpful to our listeners. And if you haven't heard of the term black hat, SEO Basically there's sort of Two camps So you've got your Black hat SEOers And you've got your White hat SEOers Almost like wizardry Everybody always (laughs) seems to Picture it like wizards
1: With these big pointy Black hats or the white hats And it's
0: basically Picking which side you're on Like Harry Potter And the sorting hat Um, so Snape side would be your black hatters and um, Hufflepuff would be your white we'll go with that I don't know I've, I I don't know why I've picked Harry Potter because I don't really wa- I've not really Wizardry, watched it I guess well yeah I was following in <laughs> from you but anyway swiftly moving on well, there
1: I like to think of the black hat as the lazy side yes they've put putting the real effort in they're not doing things by the book and it's kind of it's quick and easy fixes sometimes. yeah
0: I get this question asked so many times, can we like speed to up? can we do things quickly? And some people would use Black Hat because it is a quick way of getting results. Yeah, so you might but, shoot up the rankings, Yeah. But probably won't stay there. You won't because you run the risk and it's really high risk of Google finding out what you've done and being like, nah, sister, you're going down. <laughs> um, it's just not worth it think what we need to do now is sort of explain um some black hat techniques yeah so what not to do yeah so please 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 this isn't what you shouldn't do not what you should (laughs) make sure you do not do these things example number one is keyword stuffing and hiding keywords back in the day (laughs) the way that google would decide what pages to show for a specific search term or keyword was based on how many times a keyword was present Mm. on a page because google thought well this page is talking about this keyword this many times yeah this is like this is the page that needs to be shown so obviously black catters were like ho ho like <laughs> let's uh let's um, do the system over a little bit here um so what they would do was literally stuff a page full of keywords mm. and to a user it would just look like a blank page um but that's because they've done something sneaky so that's when they would have um so say your your page was white they made the text white, mm. so to the user there was nothing there, but to Google there was all those keywords. Yeah, or very little
1: there. So yeah. obviously, yeah. And that's words.
0: a really extreme version. Or another one is where like you've you've got content and it just doesn't make any sense. Yeah, or they bolded the keywords. Yes, that annoys me so bold, much. Bold, italic. <laughs> it doesn't. I mean, Google knows not to like um pay attention to that anymore because um so a lot of a lot of this that we're gonna talk about, um, Google have cotton on that people are being spammy. Um and there's so somebody patted. literally
1: there's there's somebody there at Google saying no. Oh. Yeah, that's why it's called a manual action because there's actually a man or a woman sat there saying this is not right and literally giving you a penalty.
0: But um keyword stuff in like yeah, so you could I, I see it. So um sometimes there'll be pages ranking and you can tell that this content has purely been written just to like rank for keyword and sentences don't make sense Mm. it's not giving value and you know great you're going to be there now but it won't take long for you because google is really intelligent and it's getting more more so yeah um so yeah so that's um so that's keyword stuffing don't do it the only stuffing you should do is stuffing at christmas time (laughs) or slightly
1: before in my case (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs>
1: um something else that you definitely shouldn't do is to scrape content from other sites
2: oh, so yeah. we
1: have um well i i have a neighbor and um they suggested that what they need for their websites they can literally just copy and paste from other sites and we said absolutely not um don't, please don't do that one because it's not really legal um <laughs> but two it's 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 just not a good idea from a google point of view that other website will have had that in that indexed, and Google will have noticed that it that content belonged there before you've scraped it and put it on your site. So it literally is duplicate content, it's not going to look good, it's really not nice to the person that you've stolen it from, and um, it could get you penalised for duplicate content.
0: Yeah, and uh, because if the person that you scrape scraped the content from, if they've got, like, a tool or something that's, like, notifying them that, um, mm-hmm. that content has been, like, Scrape from their website they can actually tell google yeah so and i would like Absolutely. if someone stole my content i'd be like no my blood sweat and tears went into that exactly uh, <laughs> the other quick thing to mention oh, there, yes um
1: so again just about content is when content is automated so you, there are some really clever systems where you can pull words in and you do see it on some e-commerce sites where you will have sort of the title of the page but there'll be something automated that's bringing in a keyword in in the title or also in the the body text again if it doesn't look like it's natural it's not bearing the user in mind first that can be really negative from a from a content point of view and can get you penalized as
0: well I mean you might think it's really quite sophisticated but yeah just stay away from automation and and things like that moving on from that we've got cloaking and doorway pages so cloaking is where you, you show a page to Google and Google bots that's different to the user. Google will know you're doing this, so just don't do it. And doorway pages. So doorway pages are web pages that are created for deliberate manipulation of search engine indexes. A doorway page will affect the index of a search engine by inserting results with particular phrases while sending visitors to a different page sort of similar to cloaking um and yeah again, they've not really
1: got any value for the actual user it's just to try and get that page to rank for yeah. google
0: and just like stealing the traffic and then you're not answering the user's intent you're, you're tricking them really aren't yeah. you
1: and at the end of the day it seems really really obvious but if if it was me and i i'd search for something and thought oh this this website seems to have what i'm looking for click oh no it really doesn't yeah what am i going to do with that it's not going to it's going to i'm going to bounce straight off That's going to look bad. I'm not going to buy anything. I'm definitely going to lose any faith that I may have had in that website. What's the point? Exactly. Just don't do it. Don't do it. The other thing not to do, um, and the final thing that that I'll speak about, is uh, unnatural or paid links. So if you're buying links, say from a magazine or an online publication, where you wouldn't have got those naturally, um, Google does know can tell about paid links there's so much stuff online that will explain that it's just not worth the risk even if you've got something that says this this was a advertorial or it's created in collaboration with that's okay if it is again i I wouldn't spend the money on on doing those things instead create some really really valuable content that people are going to naturally want to share Mm. or link to or if, you, if you've not got time yourself to to reach out to publications and say would you like to use this content then employ an agency a specialist agency who can say to you can use their editorial contacts to say this is really useful would you guys like it and that way you're not paying for it it's natural so they're only going to send it to people that would naturally link to it otherwise what's the point they're not going to get anything from it so it, linking I mean we could honestly go on about linking for two podcasts in a row but the basics of that is don't pay for things where it will look like you weren't supposed to have that <laughs> um it's almost like somebody uh, living in a shed and driving a ferrari you think well realistically that ferrari is either stolen or on finance and it's probably going to end up towed away exactly google's probably thinking that about your website so
0: that's a really nice way to think of it actually.
1: <laughs> thanks um so keep it natural um similarly if you're constantly linking out to sites that actually don't look very relevant to you to your users what what is the point firstly and two Google's just not going to be impressed
0: exactly exactly building building links is hard and it's and it is a long long term game so mm. it's all about sort of building relationships with other website owners and providing value for each other back in the day, a way around that people would get links would they have like a link farm or a link wheel yeah um so they basically like buy a load of domains um and then each domain would like then link to each other mm. and stuff so again that doesn't look very natural to google yeah. so it's all about um looking natural to google that's it. and providing quality and being relevant and providing value and that's all that google really cares about because at the end of the day what you want from your website
1: is for the users to enjoy their experience enough to either engage with you or to buy from you and google only wants the same if, if if its users aren't finding exactly what it's looking for those users are going to go to bing or yahoo or baidu wherever they are do you know what i mean Baidu. well if they're in china <laughs> <laughs> international so, <laughs> so google wants to be at
0: the top just like we want to be at the top Exactly, exactly. If you want to help with making sure that you don't end up doing black hat techniques by mistake, a little tip would be to read Google's Webmaster Guidelines Mm -hmm. because you're not... Well, touch wood, if you're following uh, Google's rules then likelihood is that you're not going to be hit with a penalty Yes. at the end of the day. So, yeah, I mean, it is a bit of a commitment to read, um, (laughs) but Christmas is coming up, you've got a couple of weeks. (laughs) If you want to get out of playing a game with the
1: relatives, I'm really sorry, I have to read Google's guidelines.
0: (laughs) And, uh, yeah, because I went, uh, Brighton SEO, which I think we've spoke about before, I went on a technical uh, training session, and the guy who did it actually wrote part of the guidelines, so I was like I'm going to be a sponge he's going to tell me so much I need to know but yeah and I mean it is practice what you preach I've not finished I need to carry on reading them myself I'll put my hands up Um, but maybe a New Year's resolution for people yes that's a good point actually very good idea cool
1: (laughs) and talking about his New Year's resolution I mean his experience in penalties (laughs) here is Dom
2: Ho ho hello!
0: Oh, we are so cringy. Welcome. Thank you. Hello Dom. Very good festive hello. How how did you feel to that fanfare
2: welcome? I feel overwhelmed.
0: Can you tell that I didn't uh, practice fanfare welcome? It's a bit of a hard word to say.
2: Fanfare.
0: (laughs) So how how are you doing, Dom?
2: I'm doing great, thanks. I've just had a mince pie and I'm ready to ready to roll.
0: Oh, that's good Good to hear. Is that because you can't walk? Did you eat three of them?
2: <laughs> yeah, roll me in.
0: <laughs> so dumb. how do you feel about Black Hat?
2: Um, I think it had its place, didn't it, when um, all people wanted to do was uh, drive traffic from search and Google wasn't very sophisticated, so it worked back in the day. And today it's more sophisticated and better user experience for users. So it's just had its day, I think. Bits and bobs still work, but... Really, you got to aim for the long-term.
0: And it's all about the long-term game, which is what we try and get that point across in most, most of our podcasts. Have you ever experienced a penalty?
2: Well, yeah. In one of my first roles, um, we actually had a manual... A penguin penalty for links how did
0: you identify that you've been hit by a penalty and it wasn't just an algorithm change
2: no what this one was not an algorithm change this was a manual one so it popped up in the search console well webmaster tools as it was called back then and, yes um, <laughs> so someone sent us a message we got a message through saying that you've got a you've got a peng, uh, penguin penalty well i didn't say penguin i think it said something to do with links but uh that's when we knew and uh all of our rankings that we were tracking dropped and um we basically spent the next seven months dealing with that, which was uh, fun times.
0: What sort of? What did you do? Like, how did you deal with
1: it? And how did it come about in the first place? So you've said you've got the penalty. So how did how did Google know what what, what had gone wrong? Were so many spammy places linking to you, or were you buying links?
2: So uh, I joined when they had the penalty. As all SEOs might say, but uh, this is true because it it, this was basically one of my There's first nothing roles. nothing to do with me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> of course not. By the looks of it, it looked like um, it was a lot to do with exact match anchor text. So we had oh. absolutely tons of links um, pointing to us with the exact same words. So say we were a beds company, all the words were just said beds. And that was That's what you call exact match. And we found that by uh, looking into uh, link audit tools like uh, Ahrefs or Majestic and that sort of thing. Open Site Explorer. Yeah, yeah which is where you discover about uh, what AnchorTex is linking to you.
0: With anchor text, there's some websites that miss an opportunity altogether. So they have no, so they just have like "click here" all the time and don't use any keywords at all. Then there's a yeah, you have to have the balance, isn't it? Because if you've got too many, then it doesn't not na- like again. I mean, we couldn't stress it more. It's all about natural, uh, organic, organic looking <laughs> natural. That, that's <laughs>
2: it, um, and that was an easy way for Google to detect that these were not uh, real links. I mean, we did; they didn't; they weren't earned. They were. Made manually by the um, previous agency or whoever it was who created those links, easily discoverable that they were paid for.
0: We've talked about how you came about coming across them. What did you do to rectify them? Like, how did you tell Google, "I'm sorry, let's
2: be friends"? Basically. <laughs> how,
0: how did you do it? Let's make up, <laughs> kiss and make up.
2: Yeah. So, um, a large part of it was um, contacting sites. You had to demonstrate that you've. Um, made a good effort in trying to remove these links because um, there's obviously the disavow tool in in, yes. in uh, Search Console, previously known as Webmaster Tools. And um, although we use that a lot, um, it doesn't look very proactive if you've not even made an effort to remove these t- uh, bad links that are pointed towards your site. So, you know, we were spending um, quite a long time emailing webmasters and people who own websites saying, please remove this link from your <clears throat> terrible website. Um,
0: How did that go down? Like, I can't imagine. Did you get any like sassy people coming back to you? Like, they were,
2: yeah, there were some very angry characters in there. Um, um, and some people had even gone as far as um, setting up a little form and saying, yes, it's $5 to remove your link because they must have experienced this quite a lot, I suppose. Oh um, my yeah.
0: gosh. So they were making it as a, a money-making scheme, as yeah, m- it were. Yeah, you way. might as
2: well profit from it. I mean, um, it must be from the heyday when they just absolutely, people owned hundreds of directories and then they chose to profit on it when they're... The Penguin of uh, penalty, um, you know, it got popularized and everyone heard about it. And then they must have got contacted by tons of webmasters.
1: I I read uh, this week actually about a quote from John Mueller from Google where he said, "Don't worry too much about the disavow tool." Oh? he was saying that if you've got link well spammy links pointing to your site, there are better things you could be spending your time on. So don't remove the disavow tool, but don't go crazy about spending lots of time. Disavowing loads of links, oh. and just to that's not obviously his exact words, obviously. So it's quite interesting that actually, if you've got a penalty, then yes, you definitely need to go about removing links in today today's world. Realistically, that's probably going to be because you have paid for them, or because you've gone out and got them through ways that aren't organic.
0: Yes, and I think also it depends on if you've annoyed anyone in your industry because i have heard where competitors will do spammy links to um, their competitor's site to sort negative of negative seo negative seo so if that has happened to you like would you say then you use the disavow and you'd spend time to how would they do that what? i haven't heard of this
2: i remember googling it um, back then when i was working with the penguin penalty and you sort of google negative seo or neg- how to do negative seo and uh, finding a website website that sold things like Link nukes, and you could just buy millions of spam links to, to a website. Really? So maybe that's another way of people monetizing their, you know, link networks and private blog networks yeah. to uh, terrible ends.
0: <laughs> After you had done your work and did your best to make up with Google, because uh, no one ever wants to annoy the Google masters, do they? Uh, but yeah, so how long did it take for your site to regain regain traffic in its ranking again?
2: Well, it's interesting you mentioned John Mueller because it. When he says uh, don't use the tool too much, I think I know what he means because um, because it took us more than one um, reconsideration request with Google to um, get the manual penalty removed. Um, we actually saw quite a drop in the overall sort of uh, organic traffic and rankings after we uh, re- recovered from the penalty. And I think that's because, you know, going a bit harder and removing way more links than we probably had to in the first place actually turned out to uh, remove a lot of authority from our site that needs to be built up later down the line. So we probably did go a bit too far with how many links we uh, disavowed and that sort oh. of thing and got removed. So it, I think it is better to be sort of cautious with what you're disavowing and uh, removing links-wise when you've got a uh, Penguin penalty.
0: Okay. Thank you for your insight there, Dom. Very, very good. Um, so obviously we spoke about your Penguin penalty any others that you've had to do
2: work on well actually the same brand I was working with a bit later down the line um we experienced a uh an algorithmic penalty, so that wasn't a manual penalty um we didn't get any uh, notification from Google about this one but um what we did see was a massive uh, drop in our main head term um Let's say if we were a bed company, it was beds. And um, I was quite new to the game at this point. So I, I was just doing my research, being an inspector, Holmes, just going around. And um, uh, upon uh, going through the site, I noticed that uh, there are a massive load of um, exactly 300 word articles um, from quite a long time ago. And they appeared to be about the same years that we were getting these uh, spam links. So it must have been the same agency, perhaps. Who knows? Okay. Okay. Obviously, wasn't me.
0: <laughs> Again, disclaimer: nothing to I do can with see Dom.
2: A <laughs> <laughs> I don't know anything about it. Um, yeah. So um, the interesting thing about these uh, articles were that, yeah, they, as I say, they're all about 300 words. None of them had an author. They were all published at around midnight um, each time they were published. I think a lot of them sort of using Copyscape and that sort of thing, uh, or you know, searching for the uh, article contents online. Some of them had been sort of repurposed from other websites and mm. stuff like that. So there's a, uh, no internal links, no 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 external links, and only one exact match internal link. Pretty much the same in every article to that page, which experienced the ranking drop. So. Wow there was a massive footprint that must have been very easy for Google to discover.
0: Yeah, Google are very intelligent, aren't they? And just as a little tip for our listeners, because I did some research on a client of... um, because they experienced a massive drop in traffic and ranking. Um, So I used a tool called Barracuda. I don't know if we spoke about it in the past, but I'm going to talk about it again. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so basically Barracuda it will link with Google Analytics and it will basically show you a timeline of traffic and along that timeline it will pinpoint every update that Google has done so then you can see like, if you've dropped in traffic after an update, then it's a no-brainer really, isn't it? Like, okay, so we need to... What sort of tools have you used?
2: Well, that is a brilliant tool. I mean, this was back in... it's free. Oh, yeah. I mean, wish we had that at the time. (laughs) Um, I did an exercise, the exact same thing, but manually at the time, um, using Excel and Google Analytics, and just plotted where all the updates were along the timeline.
0: How long did that take you? And how many mince pies did you have?
2: <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it was Christmas. Well, it didn't feel like Christmas. It? <laughs> um, yeah, it took me. It definitely took me longer than using the tool Barracuda, so I definitely recommend that one. But um, it did do the job, and you you could see that it coincided exactly with when the Panda update was. So that was a good giveaway.
1: Excellent.
2: So what we did. Well, what I did was at the time this uh, site that I was uh, managing. I basically went through all the old articles that were extremely spammy-looking with that um, low-quality content footprint that Google discovered, and basically ended up getting rid of them all and redirecting them all. And uh, after a week or a few weeks, uh, we saw a recovery in our main head term, which was which was good times for me.
0: Right. So then you you kept your job. <laughs>
2: Exactly.
1: <laughs> very good, very good. Right, well, that's that's probably enough negativity for today. <laughs> no offence, guys. <laughs> <laughs> got to um, say it how it is, honey. <laughs> now let's go for something a bit more fun. Okay. So, today's festive feature is going to be around penalties. And what I'm going to do is give you the names of three penalties and you have to buzz in. So, Dom, you can make the noise of tinsel. And Sarah, I would like you to hoe. Okay.
0: <laughs> how many hoes do you want? Three hoes. Three hoes. Three hoes. Can we hear Dom's tinsel noise? Yeah, Dom. Shh, shh. <laughs> I mean, I'm picturing tinsel right right there. <laughs> Don't do the creepy hands again, Dom.
1: <laughs> okay, um, and whoever gets the most right gets another mince pie, and whoever doesn't... Dom's already
0: had three, doesn't need any more. <laughs>
1: whoever doesn't um, has to do double bear peas, and by double bear peas
0: you do two press-ups. Okay. Can I just make a disclaimer? Yes. Yeah. I've been to the gym already today. Don't want to brag
2: about it. I d- well, I'm
0: not bragging. I'm just saying if my double burpee isn't as like good form as I'm normally am, it might. Then might have to do it again. Penalty. No. But anyway, okay. let's get on okay. with the game. Any disclaimers from you, Dom? <laughs> do you, uh...
2: I went on a bike ride this morning. <laughs>
0: And he didn't wear the right footwear because he never does. Whatever activity, he never wears the yeah. appropriate footwear. Flip-flops
1: on a bike is a good idea. <laughs>
0: not, not in December. He likes to be challenged.
1: <laughs> okay, right. Let's go for it. So, number one. Can you give me a definition of payday loan? Shh. Yep. Done.
2: It was a, a links penalty targeting, typically targeting payday loans website. Mm,
1: not quite. So it's targeting highly spammy terms like payday loans or Viagra.
2: It was. It, I think it was targeting those
1: terms. Purely links. Is it purely links. Okay, Hannah, you're the quiz master. You, you decide. Well, that's, this is not what I've written down. So.
0: <laughs> Can I just say I love how your second example was Viagra. <laughs> <laughs> payday loans. Viagra. Viagra. How this? much is Viagra? Do you need a payday loan? for?
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay. To be fair, well, Dom's going to have that one anyway because you gave the nearest answer and it probably is right (laughs) he's he's, he's busy googling away right now he's googling I'm going to move on to the second one yeah okay hummingbird
0: oh um, home home (laughs) (laughs)
2: Uh,
0: hummingbird well I know that it was one of the first ones wasn't it or one of the back in the early days Um, she's stalling
2: can I I, can uh,
0: I no hummingbird Um, I want to say links, but it's not, because that's Penguin. Okay. Um,
2: it was It was a core, it changed the core algorithm and how they process um, words. And they, uh, it's, I remember the phrase being used as strings, not things. So it's the, the way that words interact together and um, getting better at processing longer sentences and um, vocabulary and things like that, the spoken words.
1: Okay, yep. Sarah, do you want to get any more technical than that? No, I mean,
0: I'm going against the technical guy here. Okay. That, that's not fair. So
1: what I have written down here is uh, making sure the content matches the meaning of the words in a search yeah, query. So that's words, that's yeah. kind of what you were getting at, I think. Yeah. So we'll go
0: with that. Okay. Do um, I get any points? Just going for Enthusiasm.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you might get uh, extra burpees. Okay. I'm not liking you, Dom.
1: So the last one... And I think just to make, because Dom's already got two, I think, Sarah, if you buzz in first and don't need any assistance from Dom on this one, we'll call it... <laughs> <laughs> any assistance? We'll... And we'll, we'll call it equal and we'll do a tie-break okay okay, okay good so manual penalty ho ho
0: ho Go on. well that's the thing in the Google search console where you get the uh, notification but basically there's people actually within Google that are there given manual they're actually doing it so it's not a program or a software they're manually saying nah, sister you've done this wrong so you're going down but... Oh, brother from another mother. So that's what Emmanuel Am I right? Yep, yeah, absolutely right. No. I'd do another fanfare
1: if I could. This is going to be the tiebreak. And the tie tiebreak is based around uh, another black hat technique, which I would like for you to explain to me. Okay, so can you give me a definition of article spinning?
0: Ho, 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 ho. Ho, that's a lot of hoes. <laughs> <laughs> who, who was first? Uh, well, you were definitely louder, so we'll go with you. Article spinning is where um it's not new content. So you're basically taking what's already there and already exists and spin it in a way that makes it a little bit different, but it's not. So it's kind of scraping, it's kinda of not. You're spinning it and uh it's not or it's not organic and original. You're still being bad because you I think I need to stop talking. It's completely yeah.
2: Yeah, you use you use uh program to and jumble up the words, yeah. So it's a often order. a program
1: and it easy. it cuts down the risk of being, I don't know, detected by a plagiarism tool. So, yes, I think that's completely right. So, Dom, how do you feel about doing uh double burpees?
2: I feel outraged because <laughs> I got more points. <laughs> it's and, and an I would like to I would like to have a formal recount.
0: Uh, basically, it's our podcast, so uh, <laughs> get, get going, mate. We're gonna have so many guests after this. You-
2: if I had to do. I had to do burpees to hold myself up off the bike, I might add.
0: Come on, just get burping, or whatever the term is. One, you've got to do in total. Two, I think it's about to take a while. Three, he looks so happy when he jumps, look. Hey! <laughs> right, you're nearly halfway Dom. I mean, I'm exhausted just I watching. What, what do you think, Han? Oh, well,
1: I don't think I want any dinner now. <laughs>
0: Making, oh, me it's so <laughs> it's making me hungry. Uh, like you're a... on like two, I think. <laughs> uh, seven. What? Seven. You've got, no, oh, you've done nine. You've Right, one more. You've got three more. Three. He's <laughs> 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 making me feel lazy. Very well done.
2: Where's my Miss Pie?
0: <laughs> There's a half-eaten one right here. <laughs> okay, and with that, thank you very much for coming on today, Dom.
2: An absolute pleasure, thank you.
0: Are you sure it was a pleasure after those... Uh, 10 burpees, double burpees.
2: Yeah, 90% of it was a pleasure.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Quick, give him another minute's (laughs) pie.
1: <laughs> um, thank you very much for listening hopefully you've all enjoyed that if you have as usual please feel free to give us a five star rating recommend us to a friend share us on wherever you like online in a positive way
0: no negative yeah,
1: no negative no black us, please
0: <laughs> no please um, and yes if you want to my email address if you want to email me is sarah at Light Mind media. Um, also we're both on LinkedIn Hannah Wellings and Sarah McDowell just in case you need a reminder of our four names and then obviously there's Twitter so who is it who is it
2: done? Sarah McDuck
0: hey everybody knows <laughs> everyone knows everyone knows uh, but yeah um... and finally have a very Merry Christmas